I am Mansi Bhatia from Year 12. And I am Meera Mehrota from Year 12. How is everyone? Better now that you asked. Today we are joined by our very respectable alumni, Sujay Bhujwani from the graduating class of 2017. And Janati Karavita from the graduating batch of 2019. Alumni Meet is a rather nostalgic moment for all teachers, students, and the alumni themselves. So let's unwrap the secrets of moving out and being independent. Is it as exciting as it sounds, moving out, or is it scary? Well, well, we'll get to know. So let's get started with the introductions of our speakers today. Um, Janati, would you like to start? Yes, of course. Um, Hi, my name is Zanadi Karavita. I am a third year medical student at USMD program in the University Tbilisi State Medical University in Georgia, Tbilisi. Um, I graduated the AFA in 2019. I am actively working on my first research paper, which I hope to publish this year. Um, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Oh my God, that's that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Yep. Uh, hi, my name is Sujay. I currently work as a business and operations analyst in cloud computing. Uh, the company I work for is called Neom. Um, Neom is a Saudi government project, which is to build a sustainable digital uh, city in the outskirts of Saudi. And uh, cloud services falls under a small department called Computer innovation, which is under under tech and digital, so it, it's a it's it's a confusing thing because it's a startup. We started a couple of years back, and the project's expected to complete in twenty thirty. So, okay, that's about it. Just eight years to go. Yeah, hopefully I'm still there. You will. Great. So the first and foremost thing we want to ask you is. What did you find the most challenging as you transitioned from school to university? Yes, um, so for me, I moved to Tbilisi, Georgia in 2019 at the ripe age of 18 years old. Um, so I feel like the major challenge that I faced was literally finding accommodation and going through the whole visa process, the whole like understanding the like like the Georgian language, like the language barriers, understanding like a new whole friend group and like adjusting to like university medical student life, cooking my own meals, paying my bills. Cause uh, over here, we, we don't really have like student accommodation. All of us are like in our own little flats and like we live our own adulthood kind of vibe going on. So I remember like learning how to cook rice and like learning how to pay my bills on time, like dealing with landlords. It's the whole like, do I need this document for this government process thing? Like, oh wait, I need three bucks to get my pictures taken, what? So it's the whole like figuring out the ropes and like understanding the whole bureaucracy, the roads and all that behind it. It's, it was pretty, it was like pretty exciting but it was the most challenging part of moving for me because it was so new and I wasn't looking for, like, I did not know that it was gonna happen. But like, when I look back at my younger self who was like breaking down on the side of the road crying cause she had so much going on. Um, I, I learned that you gotta be patient with yourself 
first of all. Eventually, everything will work out and, and, and that you don't need to have everything figured out then and there. Because like in my mind, I had it all like, yeah, this year is going to be my year. It's going to be okay. I'll have all the answers to my questions. Like, but then like when you come into adulthood, you realize that I can take it day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, even if I have to, as long as I keep going, eventually over time, it'll figure it, it'll like figure itself out, you know? So yeah. We all want to move out out of, out of our homes and go to university because, you know, we're going to enjoy it. But then we, we forget to look, you know, at those details, those, those minute, government minute, things, yeah, all exactly. the chores you have to do. What we see is that, oh, we finally get the liberty to do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. So That's yeah. also that. And like, that is a pretty part of, of like moving out on your own as well, because you'd be like, yeah, I have my own money. I can buy myself a cake for dinner if I wanted to. But then you realize, wait, I have to budget for the rest of the week and I have bills to pay. So that's like the other side of the battle as well. Yeah, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Please. All right. Uh, what do I recall? Um, the most difficult part, I feel, uh, it depends on your education system, obviously. Uh, I went, right, what? So we didn't have, uh, you don't just pick a course and get the subjects. You pick a course, then you pick the subjects, and they don't tell you the subjects. They just give you a list. You pick whatever sounds nice. So you don't know what's there, what's the content. And this is a very unique problem, which not a lot of people must have faced, because in school, for example, you have to do this once. You know, you choose, once you choose science, you, it's, it's done. Then again in 12. But in university, you have to do it every year, every term. So the difficult part is that you you probably don't know if you need that subject or not. You might end up taking, like I took accounting in one of my years, but I didn't want to do accounting. I just took it because the other option was a very, very boring subject. So I was like, might as well do some numbers. Uh, I studied finance, but I didn't bring it up earlier. So that was one of the problems. Uh, there is managing your finances. This was not a huge problem for me because I studied in Dubai. So I still had my house, still had food at home, but you do have to manage the other things. So you have uh, going out with university friends, you have, um, I don't know if a lot of students, and now it's become more common where you don't get dropped, you go by yourself, thanks to public transport. So you got to manage those bills as well. If you're getting late, you sometimes might take a cab. Now you have a huge uh, chunk of your pocket money gone. So these things, they're not very normal problems. They're occasional, but these are things which usually people don't take into consideration because you just go like, yeah, I have my main bills. I'm sorted, but you're not. Life hits you from everywhere. <laughs> and um, making new friends. So in school, it was very easy. I've been in school since I was like five, four or five. So I pretty much grew up in the Alpha. It was very easy. I knew everyone. Everyone knew me. I knew some people's families they knew my family it was simple when you go to university nobody cares uh nobody is gonna come and tell you hey you're the one from the offer right the famous no it doesn't work like that you have to start from scratch and uh, because you're so comfortable in school it becomes difficult to do it in university because you are way too comfortable with that kind of a um group and you're comfortable talking like that you're com comfortable hanging out like that 
in university, not everyone appreciates it. And you learn that with time. I mean, that's the whole process It's learning. It was those two things. And then this is why I asked you the question and start. Peer pressure is one of them. And I say this because my first year of university was amazing. I got straight A's because I left from school. I had my schedule. I used to wake up every day. And then in second year, I met friends, nice friends. And then by third year, I had to put myself back on the track. So th there will be people telling you come for a party. There'll be people telling you I need to study. It's, it's fair. It's a part. It's a part of the entire process. And you have to accept it. You can't. <clears throat> I've never seen someone who's actually fought peer pressure and won. You will lose at least 5%. So be ready to lose. And it's okay to let yourself lose sometimes. Just enjoy it. That's basically the, the most difficult part, the peer pressure. I would like to add on to that. So as much as it's good to like let loose and like have fun, know your boundaries and mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. make, make sure that you're surrounded by people you trust and who know you who, and who knows. And, and, and sorry, wait, you should surround yourself with people who you know will, would take care of you and that they know that you take care of them. Just know that you are surrounded in a safe environment and that mm -hmm. you are not going to overindulge. That's very important yeah. as well. The, the difficult part of that is that you will, in the three years, in the four years, you will have an encounter where you will not be able to get people you trust or people who keep you safe. There will all of, it's guaranteed. Everyone has that situation. Maybe you're stranded. You went with your friends, but they suddenly got a call and you had to leave. And now you're alone at a party. You will have that time. So just be prepared for it. You can't avoid it because it's a part of life. But if you're prepared, you might just uh, come out on the other side way better than if you were not prepared. Reality is just hitting us right now. <laughs> <From> all, <laughs> yeah, it's scaring me. <clears throat> no, it's easier to make friends when it, you're younger. It, mm -hmm. yeah. But I think when you become big, it's you're you know, so much more open like, and approach them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then once you have made them, you're like, I have to do everything <clears throat> to impress them. I need to keep them. And then yeah, you know, that's when I think books. your pressure comes in. Yeah, yeah, that's the peer pressure which I was talking pressure. about. That's like a lot of pressure to have. Um, I feel like for me, when I moved to university, um, in the beginning, it was kind of like bumpy because I did not really have that many friends coming from someone who is pretty social. But then like eventually over time, you find your crowd. And like it's the mm -hmm. same sort of people that like matches your vibe because you are surrounded by the people who are who, who like have the same interests as you medicine and who have the same level of crazy as well you know I feel that's very important and I feel like um in the beginning I had a lot of like what if this person's not that good like what if this person's gonna mess me up I feel like eventually like over time these people um these potential friends let down their guard as well and they get used to their environment and they start slowly opening up and you also start like slowly opening up as well. And like eventually both sides will like get into a middle ground and some way or the other, we, we all become family because at the end of it, all of us are here for six years and that's like a long time. And like, I'm so glad to say I have like such a strong support system and like these friends who I was kind of scared to be friends with in the beginning are my family, which is so surreal to say, uh, but like, that's the fun part about university life that's a that's the fun part of like med medical school you could say as well you know exactly. yeah, there's excitement in the uncertainty I guess. exactly yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so you went from a completely <laughs> you went from a completely sheltered environment in UAE to doing everything on your own. How did you manage your chores? So at least in Janadi's case, she went to a completely different yeah. country. And uh, I knew it was not you, applicable for myself. I mean, I'm sure you must have had to, you know, you had extra responsibilities <laughs> to manage. Something. Um, Janadi, you can go ahead first. Mine is a small okay. bit. Oh, I'll just right. wrap it up in the end. Yes. Um, so for me, uh, I feel like at home back in Dubai, I was, I'm the elder daughter. So like you kind of have like some, some like some sort of responsibilities. So I would say I was used to the whole grinding, like balancing school life and like chores as well. But then when you come to medical school, you have like, a, like an additional workload and you have these additional tasks such as buying groceries for the week. Oh my God, I have to call the plumber. The tap is broken. Oh my God, my fridge stopped working in the middle of the night. I need to now move my groceries to my friend's house. So you have these kind of like tasks as well. And it's all about time management, first of all. It's about the fact that, hey, um, I, I can meal prep. I can bulk cook for the week so that I don't have to run between classes to get my lunch. And I don't have to spend that much of money spent like eating out because it all adds up at the end. Um, second of all, it, it like... I have the tendency to like make like a mental to-do list. I would suggest you guys to like write it down in the beginning. So like tomorrow I have these so-and-so tasks. I have class at 10.50. Then I got to run to the hospital at 1.15. But then I have this time where I could go and get some groceries for home. Like I don't have milk at home. So just get it, like, get it done quickly. It's about just like planning ahead and managing your time accordingly. And yeah, that's about it really. I have to say about it. And it's the fact that like, for me, I don't have a weekend. Like I only have one day as a weekend. You could say, cause I have Saturday classes and Sunday is my only day I have off. So Sunday is when I get my laundry done for the week. I'm making, I'm making university life sound so bad, but then it really isn't. It's all about balance. Um, I get done with my laundry on, on like Sunday and then like I get like all the other stuff, but then like throughout the week I would get my other other responsibilities done as well it's it's all about balance and it's all about just like taking things as it goes and being on standby when things go wrong and adapting to it as well because um I remember like I got done with my Georgian final exam and then I realized the fuse in my house went off so my fridge is no longer working and I remember at like 10 p.m at night I was shifting groceries from my fridge to my other friend's fridge, like in the middle of the road. Like I have these two careful recyclable bags, save the earth guys. Um, and just carrying it like uphill, like uphill in the middle of the night. I'd be like, thank you so much for giving my groceries at home. You saved me like a hundred dollars. Thank you so much. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's about like dealing with the fact that, oh my God, my roomie, she locked, she, 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 she like broke the lock so all of us are like standing outside the door in like in, in in like two degree cold and like we don't even have jackets on and like we were waiting for the door maker person to come and make it so it's about like dealing with situations as it goes by you know what I mean like at the end of it life is something that you can't control life is something that you have to deal with and it's fun like we we, we all laugh when everything goes downhill but then but then like when, when things are downhill the only way that it can go is up kind of cheesy kind of a kind of kind of a cliche but it's true so yeah I feel like I went everywhere with that but yeah <laughs> my sister no, that she was... just went to university 
and she's like am i the washing utensils or cooking there's no time to do anything else because there's so much you know housework to do washing clothes utensils cleaning my room there's no time to study there's no time to you know interact with friends so it's it's exactly. a lot i guess see that's what scares me because i don't do like anything at <laughs> and my if my mom's listening to this she's probably like i told you to do everything first so i'm the elder daughter as well as john and bitol and and i don't do anything and i my mom's actually listening to me right now so i am actually pretty scared about that because balance as john and bitol is so important and we have to yeah. learn eventually i guess Yeah, my mom is making me peel oranges now. That you're gonna, you, you're gonna eat fruits in university. That's your only way to survive. You can't cook over there. Just grab a banana and go to your class. Okay, so Jay, do you have? I prioritize eating uh, well. That's important. <laughs> yes, Jay, go on. I I agree with you. Um, so I I've always been handy at home. I used to uh, I love cooking. I used to help my mom, uh, cook, and I also love. Uh, helping her clean so uh, so i didn't get to use it cuz i didn't go outside but um as i have gotten more and more into work you do start helping paying bills you start helping uh deciding dinner you start help you you basically have to eventually as a boy uh you have to take over your dad's position one day it's just this whole indian thing um So yeah, I, I've gotten into a lot of the decision making. I've gotten, I've helped my mom with the chores. It is hectic, but uh, the balance helps it. How I see it is that um, if you think of it as a chore, if you think, oh my god, I have to do it, you you won't like it. If you add another part to it, watch a show while doing it. Um, maybe you can have a podcast. Maybe this one while doing your work. um you can read a book you can listen to some music you can also talk to your friends uh, people have this very like black line between oh i'll either do work or i'll enjoy so i have to finish the housework in like one hour let's put the timer let me quickly throw the clothes for wash then run while the clothes are washing i'll clean the bathroom but then i have to also clean the room so let me clean the room first because the bathroom will make me dirty blah blah blah, blah you're all over the place instead you give yourself one and a half hour instead of one hour it's just 30 minutes extra you know you're going to use those 30 minutes to lie down so just might as well not get tired talk to your friend over a call you have botem you have zoom you have un- technology has made everything easy talk to your friends or maybe watch a show talk to your parents so you while cutting your vegetables for your meal prep you can talk to your parents and you can get a nice i mean it sounds cringe again but you can get a nice like talk with your mother like am i doing this right what's going wrong uh, that helps out because th- that's how i would think of it that's how i would do it that's how i currently do my work as well i work till like 6 7 pm because it's in saudi it's one hour ahead and because our partners are american i don't have work hours so i work on fridays sundays sometimes i don't have any work so i'm just sitting but sometimes there's like three days straight till from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. but then there are still chores like i have to put my clothes i have to probably help my mom with something so you figure out you always figure out it's just you need, need to be more mindful it's not the end of the world if you forgot to wash uh, like one set of clothes it's just that you will have two sets now 
true. That's that's a point. Okay, since yeah. I have a question for you, uh, since you were living with your parents and you know mm-hmm. university friends might have taken you out, is there any time where you got in trouble with your parents because of your friends or any incident like that? Yes. Uh, I oh my god, I've had multiple situations like this. Um, the one the the best thing I've done is I've sat my parents down and I've told them. I would have listened to you in my university days. I've graduated. I'm working. I don't want to listen to the the whole no come back home at this time because I'm an adult and I can do it when I want to. And you should have faith and trust. And this was a very important conversation because I had it four to five times and they rejected it the first three times. They were like, "Shut up! You're still a kid." Then I was like, "Let's try again." So it took me one year for them to get convinced that I can do what I want. But before that, uh. So I went to I went to Rasul Kaima once with my friends, um, and I told my parents I'll be back by one a.m. And then when we reached there, my friends decided they want to stay till sunrise, and I don't have my car, so now I have to call my dad in the middle of uh, the desert. Actually, no, at the mountain. I'm calling my dad, and I'm like, nobody can drop me back home. He's like, you're in Rasul Kaima. What the? What does that even mean? it was not a huge issue but it's just funny because like you're stuck you're stuck you can't do anything so your parents have to just accept it sorry for that your parents have to just accept it but other than that whenever i got late it was there's usually just like why are you late then you explain it to them and they should be fine if they're not fine you need to ha- try and have that conversation i'm an adult now Trying i can do it right now yeah exactly just like let's like, get over it like right now <laughs> it takes yeah. time we start now eventually in a year we'll be done with it like yeah. mama please <laughs> and if she's going to control us from another country too yeah so, mom yeah. was like when you move I'll, i'll come like secretly i'll just come i'll pop up out of nowhere see if we're, if we're not doing anything wrong mansi i'm like fine 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 sure fine <laughs> i don't think indian parents can ever stop being controlling <laughs> well what can i do brown parents they are okay. <clears throat> okay so the next question we're going to ask you just be very cautious when you answer this because all the diafa teachers are listening to this so which teacher from diafa did you miss the most and why who's going to go first <laughs> you okay this is like a lot of pressure um i feel like i'll take the diplomatic approach because i feel like i miss everybody i really do because i remember when i went for the alumni virtual fest and i saw everyone's face i was like oh my god that's home you know what i mean i feel like each individual teacher specifically placed their own like wisdom and their own like guidance throughout my time in the alpha i feel like in every single thing like whether it being in pe we had ab johnson guide us we we had colin so be there for us and then in the science lab we had marlene ma'am with the ma'am in the chem lab we had miss rosie uh, in the music class we had ann ma'am so like i feel like in in every single aspect of high school it was home you know what i mean and like when it comes to home we tend to miss familiar like like the familiarity and the certainty that home is always there and like i feel like i place like parts of my soul in all of these individuals that are there that actually make up the alpha you could say um so yeah that's all i have to say really i feel like each individual person helped build us to the people we are now 
very cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Actually, that's pretty, pretty true because teachers are basically like the building stones for like us as an individual and school as well. So it was a good answer. You, you chose the easy way. So. I go. Yeah, the, the ball is in your ground now. Let's see who do you choose. Uh, that's, that's, there's both there's both options, right? Obviously, as a human, you do have a bias. You do like some teachers more than the others, but no offense. Um, I loved all the teachers um, because from some teachers, you learn the subject. From some teacher, teachers, you learn love. From some teachers, you learn um, how to cope with failure. From some teachers, you get some negative feedback, but you learn how to uh, use that. You know, you learn criticism. It's important because you get a lot of criticism as you're growing up and as you're adulting as well. Uh, there are a couple of teachers who I, their words just stuck by me. And I feel like if those teachers were not there, school would have been different. Like I already mentioned, uh, I had a car. I had uh, Basit sir, if Basit sir is watching this, sir, you told me something in uh, 12th grade, which was, Sajay, you have a lot of energy, you just need to know where to direct it. And this has stuck by me for like years. So this is something I still think of and I still use it. Miss um, Usha was a very, very important part for our entire grade and the grade above us, because she used to just straight up insult us. Duffers idiots, get out of my class. And you know, um, it, it, the, the tone was not harsh, but you get used to it. Like, yeah, it feels like, um, it, it feels like love, even though it's actually insults. So uh, this is something you take forward. And then when you, when you have a manager like that, because my manager is similar to Ms. Usha. It's just that he doesn't, uh, uh, he doesn't abuse. He doesn't go like idiot. He just goes like, oh, yo, you want to get fired? it's similar but it's so much more fun because like we have a, an amazing relationship i am 100 sure he doesn't want me to leave he's 100 sure i don't want to leave so like you know it, it's just that you pick that relationship from school and you apply that to your entire life every single adult you come across it's like you know what you have similarities like colin so you have similarities like miss pravina i like you you're now one of my favorite adults so I, I, there are other teachers, but there's a huge list because I used to like all the teachers. I used to literally trouble all of them. But these are just some which stuck by me all of these years. If Basit like is watching this and Miss Usha is watching this, they're probably like, oh. <laughs> if you like all the teachers, yeah. you must be the teacher's pet then. Uh, no, I was that one student who's just really hyper and you, you don't want him, but you have no <laughs> option because you just really like him. That's what I like to think of myself. Like I think there's so many people like like that, like in our grade. Like I think, yeah, I think the, the I'm not gonna relations. name, but like I think it's clicking. Yeah. Okay, so just uh, before we conclude the podcast, what is something students should always keep in mind for their successful transition from school to university? Any piece of advice you want to give them? Johnny. Yes, um, be open to spontaneity and adapt well to uncertainty. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to Wise say. Words. I, I feel like you planned that. 
No, I really did. I just said it right on the spot. I he, really he said did. you were gonna wing it, but that sounded bland. The, the, the queen of <laughs> extempo, so I must though. say. The queen of extempo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, shall I? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay, it might be a little long. Um, this the most simplest way to put it is you will not your entire life, even till you're eighty, you're ninety you will not be able to learn and know everything. It's impossible to know everything. The, the simple reason is because as you learn one thing, the world is moving forward and there are many more things which are new. So it might feel overwhelming that you don't know all of these things because you're just like, okay, I know how to cook, but I have no idea how to use a washing machine. What the hell is this? Uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't define you. It doesn't... It has zero value because you don't need to know everything. You can just literally, you can just tell your roommate, listen, I don't know how to do it. Just do it for me. Fair, done, it's over. So when you're going through this process and you don't know anything, and you're learning things as you're going, keep in mind, it's not a race. It's not a challenge. Nobody has told you that, listen, you need to figure out how to be the best university student you have to have your academics you have to have you have to fix the whole house you should be living like um a billionaire who retired no you're gonna struggle a lot enjoy it live it and enjoy it because you once you graduate university you don't get university back that's the worst part you just i, I want to go back to some of my university days and i can't I can try to relive them, but I won't feel like a university kid because I know that I have to wake up in the morning for work. And I know that if I don't go to work, then I'm not going to be able to, I mean, I can still eat food, but I'm not going to be able to, let's say, buy something for myself. I have to still go to work. And I, I've, there are a couple of examples, but is it going to get too long? One example was that uh, in university, we had our freshers party when I joined. I was working. And I chose my job because uh, I started working when I was, well, when I graduated from school, from 17. So I've worked a lot. So I chose work over my freshers party. And I regret it to this day because if I went for the freshers party, it was just a hundred films. But uh, if I went for that party, I would have made so many memories, so many friends, I missed it. So I went for the next year's freshers party because <laughs> I had to go. It's never but, too late. Uh, yeah, but maybe someone else doesn't get the chance. Maybe you do, you miss the freshers party and then the next year you go somewhere else to another country. Maybe during that freshers party, um, you're not in town. So just make sure to remember that you're still a child. You're, you're a child. When you're in university, you have to adult, but you're still learning. That's it. It was long. It was one of those motivational videos, but that's it. Oh, I'm pretty sure this is going to stay with me because just one year and then we go to university. All this is something that we will remember. So it was actually so lovely to talk to the both of you and understanding what life really is after school. And I must say, I'm scared and excited at the same time. Hey, Mazi, I agree with you. Moving countries and studying something you love can be thrilling and scary at the, scary at the same time. 
So thank you so much, uh, Janadi and Sujay, for sharing your experiences. Uh, Janadi, would you like to say bye in Georgian? Oh my God! Yes, yes. So, goodbye. So yeah, thank you guys so much for having us here. I'm sure that you guys uh, learned something, and hopefully, we didn't scare you that much. But it is a beautiful journey, and it is a beautiful ride, and there is so much of love, excitement, it, it, like areas of like growth and self discovery that you'll eventually come to. Um, so to, just like embrace it honestly because like Sujay said we wouldn't get this time again and just live life to the fullest you could say but responsibly yeah yeah and back in our days we used to call it YOLO <laughs> yes you only live YOLO. Yeah. I wanted to say back in our days because I feel old <laughs> no we're not right. that old. <laughs> uh, okay. thank you thank so you much so much everyone you. bye